Grace. I don't know if you've heard, but We're Going There is back for season eight here on That Sounds Fun. Author, speaker, and Christian leader Bianca Olhoff invites you to listen in as she offers practical advice on relevant topics and amazing conversations with guests that will impact your life in positive ways. And no topic is off the table. Good news here is that faith will always be at the forefront of the conversation. So we're going there. Some of the top episodes have been Freaking the Sheets with Mike Todd, episode 9. All the Things You Wish You Knew with Christine Kane, Who Doesn't Love Christine Kane, Episode 1. And Episode 15 is Love, Dating, and Relationships with Ben Stewart. Guys, I'm excited. Get excited. Go check out We're Going There with Bianca Oldhoff. It's going to be great. This is Unexpected with Hannah Love. In this podcast, you will gain a new perspective of how God loves you enough to call you to things that you couldn't have imagined for yourself. Hello, everyone. I am excited to share that we are doing our very first. Carly, I don't know if you know this. You're my very first in-person, face-to-face interview that we have recorded. So, woohoo! excited guys this is carly jean brannon from la she is a mom of four she is a business owner and she's really built it from the ground up she loves the lord she is a light and um and we we have just met very you know briefly but I, you made such an impact on me that I thought I've got to have her on the show. I think your story could be such an encouragement for so many. Um, a lot of our listeners are moms, and we feel like we're trying to do it all, and we have big dreams, and we love Jesus. So I'm just going to throw it over to you and let you share about your story and some of the unexpecteds uh, of what God has done in your life and how some of that stuff that you didn't plan and all worked out the way God wanted it to. Mm. Well, thanks for having me. Excited to be uh, to be here. Same. I feel the same when meeting you in Nashville. I was like, oh my gosh, she's the real deal. She is so sweet. She's so cool. So um, I'm honored to be here. And yeah, I feel like story-wise, um, I feel like my life is full of unexpecteds. Um, it's always interesting how you make plans and the Lord is like, I've I've got mm-hmm. my own for you. I'm going to I'm going to show you those. Um so I kind of in a nutshell I grew up here in Los Angeles. I'm born and raised here. Um I just grew up in a place where creative was all around me. My mom's an artist, my dad's a musician, so I felt like I was bound to do something weird. You know, you yes. can't have like a normal <laughs> job with parents that do weird things. Um and so I had loved fashion, I'd loved clothing. I had worked at a young age in that world and just had so much fun. Um, in that space and just thought I would love to do something someday. But um, I I wasn't trained. I didn't go to fashion design school. I worked at a young age. I just kind of like quickly hopped into a junior college out of school. You know, I I, I think of I feel like my story is a little bit David and Goliath status. Like, I just feel like I'm like not the gal for the job. Like, I'm like, I wasn't trained in this. I wasn't this and this. I wasn't, That's you what know, makes some it so good, though. fancy expert in this. 
Yes. Um, but I feel like the Lord was really kind to be like, I don't need you to be all these things are trained in these areas for me to bless this and for you to be able to do this. And so long story long, I opened a store when I was 19 um, in Los Angeles, started like a little brick and mortar store. And this is more the creative side of my story, not necessarily my full testimony. So tell me where you want to go with me okay. to go in that. But um, I yeah, opened the store at a young age. I was 19. I dropped out of a community college at the time. I just was not an amazing student. I was like, let's just go get my hands yeah. in it. I just want to do it. Um, and my mom very graciously was like, okay, you can try it, but you like got to have a plan B. If this fails, like you got to go do something else. I'm like, I'm a hard worker. I'll go do something. We'll figure it out. And the bare minimum, you know, so I emptied out my closet, really sold a bunch of my, you know, resale, old stuff, vintage, whatever I had, um, and opened the store and it just kind of picked up and, and worked. And so that was kind of the start of that. Mm -hmm. I did that for about six years and um, it just took off. This was like pre-social media, pre-Instagram and Facebook and all those things. And I think something kind of interesting in that story was I got saved at a young age um, and always just was like, obviously like the Lord is the priority of my life. I want to do what he wants me to do. I want to be faithful with what he's given me gifting wise. And I felt like that was even in, you know, my gifting of like, man, I love, I love this. I'm gifted in it. I know how to put things together. I think I can help people in that way. Um, but I think an unexpected and a hard, interesting point was I'd gotten married in that time. I had a first baby. I was pregnant with my second baby. And, um, my husband was like, Hey, I really think we should pause on this shop store thing right now. I'm busy in my world you're busy in your world. We're both serving. We're, we're involved in high school ministry at our church. Like we're kind of like maxed. And why don't you just take a step back, get to hang with kids at home. And I, and I, I was like, I would just bring babies with me to the store. We yes. just kind of did it all. And he's like, we don't have to be running around like chickens with our heads <laughs> cut off. Like we can, we can simplify and we can, you know, we don't have to do all these things. And it was a really interesting turning point, I think, in my life where I had worked for a while and built this thing up and was like, shut it down. Like, aren't there other ways we can figure this out or do it? Or what if we did this? And what if we did that? And he was like, we could, but I really think it would be best. Like, pray about it. I really think that we should put pause on this right now. You can always come back to it. And I was like, oh, come back to it. Like, how is that going to happen? Like, oh, I don't see how that's going to pan out. But I think that was one where it was definitely an unexpected. I wasn't seeing that kind of in the in the timeline right. of what we were doing. But I think I knew that I needed to be faithful to to do what mm -hmm. he was asking and to be like, okay, I think I need to step back for even though I don't right. understand it, I'm I can see what you're thinking and I want to be faithful right. to that. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna step so did back. You, did you feel like God was like your husband voiced it, but did you feel like God was like, no, no, you need to rest. Like you need to Hold on for a minute. He yeah. Really, no, I he, I did. That's important. Yeah, absolutely. No, I felt like he, the Lord, it was one of those where it was like, it was a hard one. Mm -hmm. I, I think mm -hmm. I knew the right decision. And it was one that I think I kept justifying, like, aren't there other right. ways? Like, but look at, we can the, do both. I think control. I was just trying to justify it and yes. make it work. Just controlling it. You're like, but yeah. I've built it up. And yeah. like, now you're telling me to sit yeah. it down. Right. And I think that even the, like trusting that God can do things greater mm. and bigger and further than what our little brains can come, yes, can imagine and can fit. I think too. I think the Lord really greatly taught me that. Where I think it's so often that we're like, but like I see what right. it could be, and the Lord's like, I can do yes. beyond what you can ask or think. Like, what are you yes. talking about? You know. And so I think that was that time where we shut it down. We like ended it. Put pause, 
did a couple years, not a couple years, did six years, just was home raising littles, focusing on that season of them being little, little. And I like would not trade that for the world. And I think what was just so crazy was six years later, we were like, Hey, let's do something again. Mm -hmm. Maybe we start this again in another way, shape or form. We're going to do it online. Um, the Lord blessed it like 10,000 fold, like what it grew to be online to what it was in a brick and mortar little store is. And again, not that the Lord always, you know, blesses like that, or just because it's a a blessing that way doesn't mean that, you know, Oh, it always works like that. But I think just watching the Lord do that was like, oh my gosh, you are, this is so much better than I ever could have imagined. And so I'm so grateful where I didn't really fully understand it or see it, but taking that time to stop and pause in that season was the best thing in the world. It sounds like it was probably preparation. Like I will say this, as a mother, there are skills that you learn, skill sets that you just naturally have to acquire like multitasking and like delegating. And uh, I mean, you're in charge of multiple lives. (laughs) And so when you start getting the hang of that um, and build up some of those skill sets, I mean, I'm sure that was a lot of preparation for then having a business that took off where you're delegating to other people and multitasking, um, at like max. A hundred percent. Love that. Most definitely. So that's like a little bit of that kind of like growth story and season of that. But I think just, and watching the Lord just work in unexpected ways. And I think just seeing his kindness and seeing him do things that I never, like we started it thinking, oh, we're gonna have this like little fun, you know, cottage business, the thing out of my house and start it little. And the Lord was like, I have like amazing grander plans than you can imagine. And just He was just, has been kind and so good to help us grow it to what it is today and to be what it is. And again, that's kind of that like work business side Mm -hmm. of story. Obviously there's 50 million layers to that, but um, yeah, it's been, the Lord's been really kind. It's been really fun to see him work. And I think too, even with something that's clothing, um, oftentimes someone's like, how is that, you know, the Lord's work and world. And I just see God do crazy amazing things, so much more than clothes, um, the relationships that have come through it, the women that were helping and get dressed and simplify life and learn how to put things together and feel comfortable and confident right where they are. Like it is so much more than a t-shirt or a pair of jeans. Um, it's just been a really, really fun thing. I love that. And I love, I mean, it really is a ministry. Uh, in fact, I did a series back in December of last year, the gifts of influence. And I was really speaking to and calling Hmm. out like the different, you know, mountains of influence, as they say, there's seven mountains of influence. Hmm. And I was just calling out giftings that God gives everyone, right? Like you don't have Hmm. to be a preacher. You don't have to be an evangelist to be doing God's work. Like he's gifted you specifically and given you passions and things that you love so that you can take those into these areas. And in fact, when I was, you know, getting ready for this, I was like, man, Carly is is just such a, a representation of like her giftings in the mountain of like mm-hmm. fashion, entertainment, media. I mean, you know, all of these places that you get to touch and go into. Um, and even some of your merchandise I love says salt or light. And I'm like, look, you're literally being salt yeah. and light. Um, and you're you're equipping and encouraging women and making them feel better about themselves. I know part of your story was after babies and your body changes and you 
feel like it's just so hard to find anything that fits or looks good or flattering and makes you feel good um, and not just like Humpty Dumpty. Um, And I, and I love it because you do, gosh, (laughs) she does capsule like collections. And actually in college, I took textiles and one of our, one of our projects was capsule wardrobes. And it's the first time I'd ever heard of this, but it's basically timeless pieces and I've carried that with me uh, because I'm like, you want quality pieces that are interchangeable yeah. that you can wear for life. You don't want trendy. I mean, it's fun yeah. to have trendy pieces um, and colorful yeah. this and that. Mix them in That's like right, sprinkles. But, they're, but like yeah. as an accessory, like, but the staples be yeah. your good <laughs> pieces. And that's what you've done. And you really curate them so beautifully. So it's just so fun oh, that you're you. using something that you love and a gift that God has given you to empower other women. Um, and that he's blessed that so much. I just love it. I love all of it. Oh, it's been a joy. It's so fun to do. Yeah. I think my one thing too, just to add to that would be it's, um, there's mm. seasons too. And I always just want to note that I think sometimes it's easy to look at someone else and be like, Oh my gosh, I want to have that right now in this season. And I think just the reminder of that seasons are seasons mm. on purpose. Seasons are seasons because we're not meant to be like blooming all the time, all the time, or doing the same thing all the time. Like they ebb and flow and change. And so I just, I feel like that's often just a, a challenge that I feel like young moms or moms feel or face where they're like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to do all of it. I'm supposed to do the this and the business right. and the thing. And I always like want to know that. And part of that story is like, I paused. I didn't, I have not been running, you know, I've been running a hundred miles an hour being a mom, but I wasn't doing all of it at the same right. time. And so I think it's easy for people to think, oh, I really do. And I think Instagram and social media is amazing, but it's a also- A comparison trap. Yes. You're like, I'm supposed to yes. have all these things and like, I and we're supposed to look like this and, and do this and do this. Yeah. And I think just that reminder to be like, no, like we are- to be in certain seasons at certain times. And that's okay if that's not all happening right at this moment. That might be, you might, like you hadn't even noted, you know, the Lord's preparing us for certain things in seasons for future seasons. And so no season is a waste. No season is worthless. Mm -hmm. Um, They're all so precious and valuable in all the shapes and forms that they come in, even the ones that maybe don't necessarily Mm -hmm. look as glamorous or as exciting on the outside, but there's so much purpose in all of it. So. I just wanted to know that because I think it's just easy to think, oh, wow, it's supposed to, you know, oh, you're supposed to have all these things and have your cake and eat it too. And I just think it doesn't doesn't always work like that. No, I'm so thrilled that you you went there because I was going to ask. I'm sure there were parts of the seasons that you were in where you're like, will I ever have something of my own again? Or will I ever get to do something for me? Because I know as a mom of three littles right now, sometimes I'm drowning in like, what about the things like, what am I doing other than being a mom? Like it weirdly feels like it's not enough, which I hate because I'm like, at the end of the day, our greatest role, you know, our greatest accomplishment is getting to steward the lives of these children um, and get to see them live out God's purposes for them. Uh, But sometimes we can feel like we're drowning in it. And I just wondered if you had any story or like any moment where you were like, in it, just thinking, will I ever, you know, I mean, you came from having a successful storefront to like closing it down. Did you ever go through some of yeah. that doubt? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that time of like shutting it down, I think I just was like, it was 
hard. I mean, it was hard. I really did not see, I think I understood that, of course, like my priority is my children, my home, my husband. I mean, when I, at the end of the day, that is what is, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what matters most. Everything else is like extra credit. And I think not forgetting Mm -hmm. that I'm not going to stand before the Lord someday. And he's like, so how great was the business? How great was this? You know, that's not, that's not what I'm like, am I gifted in? Can I use those gifts? Can I use those talents? Yes. But is that like required of me? No. And so I think just that reminder of like, and I've had to like combat that and fight that and dance with that for many seasons and many times. But like at the end of the day, like that has to be my priority. And I think, I think too, when it's not in that order, it's just off. And I think we feel that we notice that where we're like, Hey, this other thing is becoming Mm. the number one and it should not be the number one. And when my right things are in order, when I'm like caring for those things that are my priorities and faithful to what I am called to be faithful to, then I'm like, have that ability and freedom and that overflow. But I think that that miss is when we're so over, we're filling up the things that are not the priority and then when it's time for the priority, we're like, well, we've got right. this much left, you know? And again, I've, that has been done in, in seasons where I'm like, oh, wow, this needs to change. I mean, our business grew, I think, I mean, something ridiculous, like 18,000%. <laughs> like, it was like, um, we don't even know. I and mean, we had moved out furniture right. from our house to roll in shipping racks. We were shipping. We were working like around the clock. And we were, I mean, it was just like, what the heck are we doing? It was kind of a response to like Mm. this growth that was so fun and cool, but it absolutely took a moment of like, okay, this is great, but this needs to be in check. Like these priorities need to be in check. Like we can't move furniture out of our house and into the backyard. Like this isn't normal living, you know, like, okay, season, but this needs to like end in a season too. And so I think just that like constant check and shift and reminder of like, am I doing what I am called to be doing. And I think when they're in that order, then it's like, it's all extra credit. Go for it. Open a thing, start a thing, do whatever, but don't do it. I think I always give that too to like gals who are like, I think I'm gonna start a business or I think I'm gonna do whatever. I'm like, okay, that's great and fun. And you might be gifted in that, but is today the day to do it? Is this the season to do it? And if those other things aren't in, Mm -hmm. aren't happening, like don't don't force it. it. Like that might be the dream that God has given you, but don't force it if the time is not right. And if your priorities aren't right, I love that you've touched on that because if, I mean, we've seen it in our own lives, um, you know, with Shay and what he does, winning whatever awards and like having all of these worldly successes, it's great. But if, if that becomes the thing over, you know, the most important things, you know, God and our family, our children, our home life, if if that priority is shifted, then everyone feels the effects of it. It's kind of like your red light indicator, like a flag. Like if you're not able to enjoy the things that God has given you, like your children and your husband and your marriage and, and the things that are like right there, if you can't even enjoy them because of some other thing, that you have said is the goal or the dream or the the fill in the blank, Mm -hmm. that's probably an indicator that some priorities are out of line. Mm -hmm. It's it's being content in that season, even if it's madness. Like we're in a crazy season over here at our house, but like as long as we're keeping the right priorities, then we're still 
being feeling the like fulfillment of being yeah. in the right place, being right. thankful the way you need. Yeah, yeah, and I think too the reminder of like the contentment. Like if you're not content right now, circumstances are not going to change that contentment. So I think it's easy to think, oh, if I had you know what? I would be so fulfilled if I just had my dreams because I really think I'm gifted in X, Y, Z. And so if I could do this, then I would be content. I'm like, it, it doesn't just end. doesn't, it's just not Absolutely. what it is. Like it, it never ends. And so I think that I think was also a helpful thing. And again, there's nothing wrong with wanting sure. to be creative or use your talents, use your gifts. Like those are beautiful and God given. But I think sometimes it can be an easy miss mm. or a fine line where you're like, oh, if I'm not doing that thing, then I'm not grateful and I don't have a content heart. And again, like you said, it right. just never ends. So then it's going to be this. And then what's next? Well, now it needs to be bigger. Now it needs to be this, or now it needs yes. to look like this. Like it just yes. never stops. So I think just that finding that like contentment in the small things right where we are, right where our feet were planted and going like, okay, where am I today? What if, what is, what does God have me called to do? What am I needing to be faithful in? I'll be faithful in that. And I think too, you know, it, with when you're faithful with little That's you're right. faithful and much like what we do with the little what we do in these seasons also like you said prepares us yes. for the others so just having that contentment that right perspective and again I don't say that because it's been perfect no. the whole time I say that because it's been trial and error and like oh yeah things need to shift like this other thing is way more important than my children right now and that's mm. out of whack that needs to not be they need they need to be priority and know that they're right. a priority and not like oh when I have time we'll get to that so I've even found that in my own life and now in this season, I'm kind of stepping back in certain ways of certain things and going like, okay, this is now a priority where I just want to be more hands-on where I haven't been, or I want to be more connected and involved where I've been like, oh, you've got it. I'm like, no, I, I want right. to be in that. Hey guys, I just wanted to pause really quick and tell you about one of our sponsors. If you are like me and like to make notes and doodle in your Bible, this is for you. It is called Journal the Word. Guys, they have margin for you on thick, creamy paper so there's no bleed through for you to put your own notes. And especially if you're doing a Bible study or you're studying the Word yourself and you just like your own notes in the margin, this is perfect. They also have different sizes. They have a large print for those of you like me also who are blind and can't read. <laughs> and they have regular print. They also have reference editions. They have editions for teens that have prompts for journaling. They have men editions. They have something for everyone. And I personally have loved getting to have space to write my thoughts in my Bible. And if this is something that you would be interested in, then check out journaltheword.com or visit your local Christian bookstore. And now back to our show. Well, do you have any advice for someone who may be in that season of balancing work and motherhood? I mean, how what's the age difference between the kids? Uh, they're okay. all two years apart. My oldest is almost 16. So if I round up 16, 14, 12, okay. 10. Okay. So, so that's a good gap. That, yeah. That's a perfect gap. Our boys are three years apart, but I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, okay. they're old enough at that point to kind of like help me. Yeah. Um, 
Yes. So do you have, now that they're a little bit older and you are in that season and you did step back yeah. into it, do you have any advice for moms who may be entering back into that place where they feel like they have more margin to pursue the thing? Any advice for balance yeah. there? Yeah, I think just honestly, like, I mean, number one, like just seek the Lord, like ask him to give you clarity in what that looks like practically. Like may that be in prayer, may that be any time in the word, just having clarity on like, okay, what do you want of me? Obviously, we know what we're called to do. Obviously, if you're a mom, be faithful to your children. If you're married, be faithful at home and your husband. Um, but like beyond that, I think just making sure, you know, are you are we faithful to be, you know, accountable or involved in serving and those things that I think sometimes can also get missed. We're like, oh, you're really busy. That's just accountability, making sure that those things are all coming first. Um, and then I think if it's not taking away from your kids or your home or husband or those things that are priority. I'm like, go for it. Have fun. Enjoy it. Make the time. Um, I think we can sometimes feel like, oh, there's no time, but there, if we make time, it's yeah. time. So I think just really prioritizing and setting aside, you know, chunks of time. Maybe your kids are older and they're in school now. So maybe that looks like, um, hey, I know in those school hours, I'm going to set this morning two hours every day or whatever that chunk would be to chip at this, you know, creative venture or this new thing I want to do. I'm just going to make the time for it. Maybe that takes saying no to other things, but really just prioritizing going, Hey, I'm, I am going to pursue this thing. I'm going to set aside time, but I'm not going to do it at the cost yes. of my yes. priorities. I love that. It reminds me, I, I listened to um, a sermon a few years ago and she was talking about tithing, but in, in the sense of time. And, you know, we tithe, yeah, we tie their first ten percent, and so she was just talking about yeah. like your first, like time in the day. Even though we feel like there's a million things, and you don't have time to even wake up earlier than your kids if they're getting it, you know, feed the baby at five a.m. and then yeah. get the boys ready for school. There's just so many things, but I have found that if you yeah. make the time, because you make time for what you prioritize, mm -hmm. uh, let's be honest, you do. 100%. If you make that time, I have seen in my own life, God multiply the rest of my day. It's almost like my time is multiplied, mm -hmm. but it's more of that, like you feel, you feel more full right? Like, like you're seeing yeah. the moments more like God is, God is like taking that, the time that you've tithed, that you put towards him first. And then the rest of your day kind of changes because that's where you started. Mm -hmm. So love that. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Make the time because yeah. you do make time for the things that matter. Yeah. And that's been convicting too. Like I've had that in many seasons where I have to check that. Like, where am I spending it? I think you, if if you're wondering like, what, what are my priorities? I'm like, we can look at our, our time, our calendar and our checkbook. And that will tell us uh -huh. a lot about where our priorities are. You know, you're like, oh, I spent that on that. Or, oh, I spent my time. And I love that point of it is time is valuable. And time is something that can be so negated that it gets weight. Like you just forget that it's wasted. And so I've definitely had that too. Just where am I spending? Where am I That's wasting right. time? I love it. No, Asher asked me something the other night and I said, well, buddy, you can't get time back. I don't even remember what he asked me, but that was mm. my answer. And as soon as I said it, I was like, you can't, I mean, you can't, you can't get time back and, and you can't replicate it. I mean, you only have like the now 
and and you're not promised tomorrow. And so if you think about it like that, it is. It's convicting. For sure. <laughs> Do you have any unexpected stories or stories where you've you've really seen God show up in a way that only he could just in the in the busyness of a mama and, you know, business owner? Yeah, I think definitely in the times of them being little little um I think just seeing the Lord, I think maybe in that season where, again, I had kind of stopped doing what I felt like, oh man, this is, I, I knew, I felt like both were priority. Like I'm gifted in this way and I want to be a mom and focus on this too. Um, I think I just, if I look back on that time, I think I could see God show up in so many unexpected ways or see how he used that time in ways that I hadn't mm. seen. Um, like when I was like, okay, we're gonna end the store. We're gonna, you know, new season this. I think I could just could not see all that God was going to do with that and all that he was going to kind of allow. And like you had said, you know, yeah, we would kind of use that time for training and use that time for growth and growing. Um, and I think one space was just like using, I think I felt like the store was a form of hospitality for me in a lot of ways. And so I feel like just an unexpected way that God, I feel like really sh- just blessed and grew me in that season, just showing up in how to use my home um, in ways that I had never imagined. And I think because I kind of had that time and ability, because I wasn't working or doing all these other things, I still was doing interior decorating or little little side things because I'm like, it yes. just comes out of me. I'm going to do it. Yes. I'm going to do it for free. So Chad's like, well, you might as well charge for it, you know. Um, <laughs> yes. but, but I think just seeing the Lord, like just to see how, much our home was able to be used for ministry, how much I learned in that season. Like it just allowed that kind of time pie where you're like, wait, I had it full of something else. And the second it was opened up, the Lord filled it with something new. And I think, like you said, it just prepared me for, I feel like even this season, this present season now, it allowed me to spend time with other women. It allowed me to meet up with other moms. It allowed me to open up our home. Um, my parents worked growing up, so I didn't really have a home that was super, I mean, with the time that they had, they totally did have people over and do stuff. But I think it just gave me this new space to really see the gifts of like just mm-hmm. hospitality be used. And I think there was just so much sweet, cool ministry that happened that I just never would have probably had time right. for that to happen without that that's other right. thing ending. Oh, that's so, so good. And I think that's an encouragement, too, to women out there who hope to be, you know, business owners or who are in the home with their kids. And they're like, well, what what am I doing for the kingdom outside of my home and my family? And you yeah. do. You you have that yeah. home environment and and you can open that up. But I love that you've done that because that's how we met. I mean, I was, you know invited to to the dinner that you put together and I didn't know anyone and I just thought that the group of women there it was such a special group um and and it just mm. felt so intentional and heart led the the people that you chose to bring together that night and it was it was just it was just a special precious time with really incredible women and that's a gift i mean being a connector uh, and when you have a business or you yeah. have something where you can bring other people into it, that's a gift. And that is something that mm-hmm. I think a lot of women um, should consider or or recognize because we don't give ourselves enough credit sometimes. Uh, we're like, well, we just do this, you know, fill in the blank. Right. But um, 
But if you yeah. let it, it, everything in life can be ministry, right? Like your life is your testimony. 100%. And any, any yeah. chance you get to meet someone outside of your own corner of the world is a chance to just be a light. I can remember there would be scenes where you're like, oh my gosh, I have, you know, these tiny kids every week, someone has a cold, someone has this, we are missing this, we're missing. And that season can be lonely. Like you can start to feel like, oh my gosh, three weeks went by and we haven't seen anyone because we're all sick and we're, I mean, whatever that may be or, you know, um, circumstances, things come up. And I just remember like, okay, I can either kind of choose to be lonely in this season or I can think about maybe some other gals who may be thinking and feeling the same thing and maybe facilitate something that would bring us all together or bring encouragement or, you know, if no one does something, nothing's going to happen. So if I just sit around and wait for someone to invite me over or to have me for lunch or to open a play date, I'm like, I might be waiting for a while. So I think just thinking, I think at that time I was like, you know, what? I think a lot of people are overwhelmed and if I just, hey, what if I just do something simple? I'm going to like make a Chinese chicken salad. I don't know. might even just order pizza and invite a couple of mom friends over and their littles. And it can be like, hey, don't have to worry about lunch today. Come on over for lunch. Play in the backyard. Bring, I don't know, bucket of water. <laughs> bring a bucket. We're going to play with water. I mean, there's so many simple yes. things you can do with littles. Anything boxes. is entertaining or exciting. I think just something to go to, some boxes. Bring a box and we're going to make a castle. I mean, you can do anything, but I think just facilitating mm. that... Um, I just want to encourage young moms, other moms who are maybe in that season where maybe you're feeling alone or you're feeling like, man, does Lord have purpose for me in this season? Like you had noted, like we can use any yes. season. Every season is purposeful. And so I think also just maybe looking outside of ourselves too and not just, I think it's so easy to be like, I'm in this and I'm thinking of myself and poor me, or this is hard and putting your eyes up going, there's oh so my gosh, out here. there's a lot of people yes. in this season. And yeah, it is. And then you have that encouragement, and that fellowship and you leave going That's I'm not right. alone and maybe that that time encouraged yes. Sally who came over and Sally just needed someone to yes. chat with or you know and filling someone else's cup ends up filling your cup like you know the giver Absolutely. receives more than than the person that receives it kind of a deal and I think that there's a saying Absolutely. or something about if you see a need that needs to be met maybe you're the one you know with the answer mm. or if, if God like opens your eyes to, to something, maybe it's, maybe you're the one that needs to do something about it kind of a thing. And you're so mm. right. I think so one of the biggest encouragements as a mom is to literally hear another mom say, me too, or don't worry. Like we've been through, mm -hmm. literally it could be anything just yeah. to hear another mom say, yeah. no, no, don't worry. Like you, you could hop on a mom forum group. Sometimes I Google things just to make sure I'm not the only one. And I'm like, oh, this is trending. This is a trending question. So I can't be the only one. But it's an, uh, it's yes. another reason that I started this podcast because I thought what a good way mm. to bring in people from all walks doing all kinds of things mm. who can sit here and say, my life has had unexpected but God turns it for mm. the good if, you know, if it wasn't a good unexpected. And um, yeah, and and there's just so much comfort in it and there's so much hope and encouragement in it that that was what I felt like I could bring to the table. I'm not necessarily like a social yeah. butterfly. That's more my husband. Uh, I consider myself like <laughs> a wallflower. 
and even mm. this podcast, God put it on my heart. Um, but it felt safer because I'm like behind the scenes, except for today yes. we are like here. Uh, I know you're I'm like fully, fully here. here. <laughs> my, the wallflower is present today. Um, but I felt like it was a small thing that I could do to encourage others um, wherever they're at, wherever mm. they are. Yeah. Anything that you wanted to to cover or discuss or any in- last encouragement that you like want to throw out there to moms or even to the single ladies or the mamas to kiddos mm-hmm. going to college or I know you're not there yet, but you're probably thinking about thinking about those things coming up. I think the biggest thing in, I think this is a a good unexpected. I feel like, I think to not negate that, even if you don't think that you're gifted in something, or even if you don't think that you're skilled or you have the training, or maybe you have someone who's who's told you, you know, you, you're never going to be able to do that. You can't do that. Um, that, that is just not how the Lord works. The Lord can do anything with anyone in any way, anyhow. And we also like, we serve the God that moves mountains and part seas. Um, and so he can do anything. And I think just the reminder that like nothing is impossible with the Lord. And that doesn't mean that anything you set out to do, you're going to guarantee right. do, but like that it's all possible. Um, I think I just look a lot and I think my story is that I just, I don't come from, you know, a ton of, you know, I didn't have a ton of backing. I didn't have a ton of money. I didn't have a ton of education in what I do. Um, I remember hearing family members say like, oh, that is just the most horrible choice ever for you to drop out of school. Like you are Mm -hmm. never going to make good luck. You're never going to make it. I remember just feeling that and thinking like, oh my gosh, like maybe they're right. Maybe this isn't going to work. Maybe this was a dumb decision. Maybe I'm not gifted in that where I felt like the Lord was like, you're, you're gifted. You've got this. I have other people were affirming it. So if everyone in the world, you know, is not affirming something that might not be a good thing to go do, but if the majority yes. are, and you got a couple of naysayers, you know, so yes. someone's like, I'm going to be the next American idol. And you're, you're like, like maybe you might not. be tone deaf. Um, so. But <laughs> exactly. But I feel like if something is something that you have had people affirm or encourage and you've got a couple of naysayers, I think sometimes those naysayers are the loudest mm-hmm. in a sense where maybe it's just one person said something to you that made you feel like, oh, maybe I'm not, or maybe that person's right. Um, I just, I, I think of that so often in my life where it's this, you know, this family member who was like, you know, oh, well, good luck. And I just look back and I'm like, I kind of thought, well, maybe this can't happen. And I just look back on that and I'm like, I'm so grateful that I went for it or tried it or started it because it did happen and it could happen. But I think if I would have landed on that and let that little seed grow so big, I think that stops a lot of people from doing things that they could and should and can do um, just because maybe someone told them yeah, they couldn't, yeah. one person, and it kind of ruined it. And I think of that in all sorts of things. So that's ministry or life or creativity or right. anything where that one naysayer kind of right. shuts it down. So I think just like seeking the Lord and not going, Lord, what do you have from me? Obviously seeking other people who know you well and getting confirmation, affirmation. I'm not just saying like, oh, just wing it, <laughs> you do you. I'm not saying that. But um, I am, I think it just, I think we live in a very kind of loud world where we hear things and those things just stop us from doing things that I think we could. Yeah. And And isn't it funny that sometimes it's the negative that comes out first? 
Like it's easiest for people to say yes. the negative things. I, I literally had a family member yeah. by marriage that came over to our house one day and looked around and she said, so what do you do all day? Um, and I mean, I still think I'm still thinking about it, you know, like the one negative thing. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, and yeah. then I'm like trying to justify what I do. Like I, right. I have like, three kids I... under six and I, you, you know, like my husband on the road, but you can't let the one like now I'm laughing about it and I'm like, well, I'll just let her come and like right. trade me places for a week and see how she's doing. Um, but but you're right. You can't yes. you can't let it get to you. Um, something that I tell the boys is or I pray over the boys that that their confidence comes in knowing who they are and what God says about them instead of what the world says mm-hmm. about them or who they are, because. God is truth and God knows them. God made them and he formed them before the beginnings, you know, before the foundations of the world. So I'm like, as long as you remember that um, and are pursuing his will for your life, it's so good. I love that you, you didn't go to business school, right? Um, I, I have no training in podcast, anything. Uh, My husband (laughs) never went to college. It's just, I love Mm. stories. I love stories just in general. The Bible is a book of stories of people's lives. I think that's why it's so beautiful, so relatable. And every person in the Bible that you read about is unqualified and unexpected and not the pick of man. Like no man would have chosen him. Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm working up a series on David right now. And he is the the youngest of the eight brothers. And Samuel did not think, I mean, he wasn't even invited to the dinner. And it's it's usually those ones, because if we're being honest, God gets the most glory. 100%. We can't take it. No, that's why I feel like I am unexpected. My life is unexpected. Like, I'm like, no one would be like, yeah, you have done, I can't take the credit and the glory either. And I think it's exactly Mm -hmm. what you're saying, Hannah. It's like, yeah, God gets the glory when he uses the weakest, the least prepared, right. the ones not fit for the job is that's exactly right. where, and it's exactly where that's he wants right. us too, where we're like, if okay, we, I got to depend on you. If we are obedient and if we are listening for his voice, uh, one of my favorite sayings is God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. So if you, mm, if you don't get that. anything else today, guys, I hope you will remember that. You don't have to be qualified to be used mm. by God. He will do, you know, the equipping along the way, even if there is a wait period and even if there's a, a no yeah. for now or a pause. Um, and as you told me the story about the pause, it made me think, have you seen that image? It's like a cartoon and it's like a, a little kid that's crying because their little teddy bear got taken away. And Jesus is standing there in front of them, and he's got like a huge, like, you know, the massive teddy bear behind his back. And I just love it because it's like, you know, God might have said no to the thing that you wanted to do, but he probably has something even better if you just act in obedience Mm -hmm. to what he's saying in that moment. One day at a time, one step at a time. Yes, absolutely. Is there is there anywhere you want to send folks? Um, y'all should definitely go check out Carly Jean LA. Oh I'm gonna be shameless and put a plug in, especially because. Oh my gosh, you no, did not have to do but that. Fall is coming, and you'll have the best like cozy cardigans. Well, we've got 
We've got all Me the cozy too. covered. Yeah. If you're looking, if you, if, if you're, if your listeners are moms um, and you're maybe not feeling yourself in this season or just feeling like nothing's fitting, nothing's feeling great. That is what we're all about. We're all about comfy, cozy pieces that last. They mix together. Um, has to be so so cozy you can sleep in it. So versatile and timeless it mixes with everything. And it has to be has to have that longevity where it's you know I, cool in ten years. So we're all about things yes, that I can vouch <laughs> that last. Yes, and go together. Yeah, and it's really sweet too. A lot of our stuff, all of our basics are American mm. made. Not everything in our store is American made, but. Our basics are. Um, and then we have an incredible denim line that's just like so butter. good. If you are a mom who had a baby and don't think you can wear jeans again, you have to try our denim because it's like a life literally game. They're like stretchy, but they don't yes. look stretchy. Um, so we just have really fun stuff. Yes. And fall is coming and we are launching more sweaters than you're going to know oh what gosh. to do with. That's so like, come check it out. We have an you app. You do? You have an app? Yeah. Our okay. app. Yeah. Our, yeah. Our app. Um, 75% of our people, customers in our community no shop way. off our app. But I know you might be like, well, you're, if you're new to it, check out yes, the website. Yes. But if you find something you love, the app is amazing. Try-ons are on there. Um, all the things are on Incredible the app. Incredible customer service. And yeah, it's, it's so much more than, yeah, our people, we are... We will make sure that you are totally satisfied and we guarantee that you'll be taken care of. So we have people on DMs almost around the clock to answer questions on Instagram. We have a question. We have a live chat on the website. We we want to have, you it's know, really a community. better than Neiman's or Nordstrom yes. service. You know, it is. And that's, I think, what's super special about it. Um, it's so crazy to hear the stories of women that have come to the brand and found the brand. And it really is just a part of, they're every day and getting dressed. And we also just want to be a resource too. So it's not just buy a t-shirt right. and then move along, but we're going to show you how to wear that, how to mix and match it. And yeah, we do really fun events um, all over the country, but we do an annual event in Los Angeles, like a big tent event and it's a blast. So for anywhere near LA, come visit us or come 100%. find out. Y'all had a pop-up uh, show not long ago here in Nashville. And I'm laughing because I discovered you like three months after baby. So I remember thinking, I think y'all ask like what size jeans I wear. And I was like, I don't know. I just had a baby and nothing fits, you know? Um, and yes. so- it You're came like, at knows? the exact right moment uh, that I needed everything. So oh, I love sweet. it. I love that I found you. I am so glad I found you and we yes. connected. Yeah, you. I left that night and you had made such an impact. I just was like, I just loved your, you were so graceful. You were so sweet, so genuine. It was just so fun to be. I think it's so fun to meet people in person and be like, oh my gosh, that person is just as lovely as oh, I thought they were. <laughs> you were just as lovely as, Thank as you. I thought you were. So I think that's the fun part. And for your listeners to know, oh, she's the real deal. You. What she's talking about, she thank is in person. So. Well, guys, we have loved um, sharing this combo with you. And hopefully, uh, definitely, this will be the first of many. Um, we're really working on getting some more um, some more videos and in-person interviews. And hopefully, next time you're in town, we can catch you in person. Thank you so much for listening today. If this episode has encouraged you, please feel free to share the show with your family and friends. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and my hope is that this show is a candle in the dark. <laughs>